hi, ho, hi. It's off to work, go oh, hi. This song's not like any song you know, ho, hi. Ho, hi, ho, hi, ho, hi. Ho, hi, and welcome back to the mine. This is episode 40 of the Out of the Minds podcast. I'm Sean Oakley. And I'm Sam Cooper, and by golly, we made it, the big 4 0. Yeah, time for our midlife crisis. Yeah, been there, done that. Off to Marvel. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I've just bought Shield. Oh, well, well, well. So yes, as our regular listeners will know, uh, this weekend just gone by uh, was the Tin Squadron store event, the return of the tournament, Uh, our first. 2.5 2.5 event. Uh, yeah. So we, despite last week promising a return to normal, are in fact going to backtrack on that, so apologies. Uh, we're just going to have a, a talk about the tournament, because there are some interesting takes on our first 2.5 event, uh, a couple of mistakes, both pre and during the event, I'd like to talk about. So, yeah. Um, but let's start with you, shall we, Sam? I mean, okay, so my tournament went pretty well. <laughs> uh, I think that's uh, a good way to put it. I, I won the event. I went 4-0, and I had four really good games with my gauntlet slash separatist swarm with Grievous. Four vultures, a gauntlet, and General Grievous, and it went really well. Um, yeah. Where do I even start? <laughs> that's the question. Uh, how did you uh, find? How did you find the games? How did you find? You know, it was a a bit of a leap into the unknown with the sort of competitive side of the new. Yeah, course. so I I think like so. My my mindset for this one is like my list is cut. Like if we're, I'm gonna draw an analogy to like card games, like I felt like my list was a control list that I can control a lot of space and also have two heavy hitters that you can't ignore. And so I was, in all of the games, I was basically obje- objective, 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 and murder is secondary. Uh, which is why my scariest game was actually the final game, which was Chance Encounter, because I actually just had to fight someone. Yeah, which is, um, which is interesting, because we'd both said on previous occasions that we were finding objectives almost secondary, and, you know, murdering ships is the way to go forward to to score the points and win, but you actually found the opposite. Yeah, but I went... I, I kind of hard went into the opposite. I mean, so in game one, I was playing against Lewis. Uh, honestly, really, really, really nice kid. He always brings Bobber and something else. Uh, and I won, like, 21 to 14, and 19 of my points were from the objective. It was... Oh, God... <sighs> I don't know what the name is. The one where you just have to be within one of a satellite uh, to ass- hold it. Assault at the satellite array. Assault at the satellite array, uh, and large ships count. And large and medium counters too. And I got nineteen out of twenty-one points from holding objectives. I only killed his Ahav, and that was it. And it was like, oh, I, like I just, I just win. Yeah. Because I was able to spread out and. He wasn't able to focus all of his ships onto, like, the best targets. And basically basically Grievous and Previsla and the Gauntlet were able to just endure long enough that the Vultures were... uh, The the last two turns, the Vultures were scoring 
three of the objectives, and Vizsla had two, like, combined, because he had positioned himself to contest um, the centre objective and my opponent's one of my opponent's back objectives. So all of a sudden it was like, oh, I'm here, but I guess I stop. And then I was getting five points a turn for objective. And that's kind of insane. Yeah, let's... Um... Yeah, let's talk about my... We'll go through. I think we'll go through it round by yeah. round, actually, because that's a good yeah. way of looking at the differences. Um, so my my round one opponent was Liam Burnett, uh, and we were all playing the same scenario per round. So obviously, I was playing Assault of the Satellite Ray as well, and uh, I'd bought the list that I flew um, last week: uh, Maul in the Gauntlet, Cad Solus in the Fang, Manaru, Ahav, and Drew. And uh, Liam had brought many, many tie interceptors. Um, the generic I ones, um, Nash, and is it Goran? Yeah, Goran. Yeah. And uh, so his list is just going to punch really hard. It's got lots of three, three dice attacks. He's got discipline, so he can take locks and. Uh, it was literally a this game that made me realise that I'd made a fundamental mistake at list building before I even got to the tournament. Because I'd what been, was that? Well, I'd been doing the the mall build with Jabba and Contraband, so I can basically just sit in the middle and stop multiple times, and it's great. It's loads of fun. I get to do actions. Um, can catch people out. The problem with that is when people focus on Maul and he has to turn, so he's got one of eight dice with the wings up, he dies before you can stop that many times. Like, oh, Yeah, I could have told you that one, Sean. Yeah, but... <laughs> pretty, pretty sure I did. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty sure you actually said go for this one because we were running an iron between this and Zam. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he um he died before... I think I, I contrabanded, so I stopped twice, but... And he did, um, he did a fair chunk of damage first, and it's it's not just the the fact that I was getting lots of attacks. It's because of the way I flew him, which is how I wanted to fly him. Which is basically, he jumps in, he starts veteran tailing people and plinking out lots of damage with the force, gets it back. I expect him to take damage. That's why he hates on there and Pelimoto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Never thought I'd say this. I got a little unlucky in that game to not take any crits, so that I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't repair them and and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I think if I want to fly him like that, I think putting Zam on is the better call more than anything, just to get free locks. Yeah, free locks are always good. Yeah, it allows the. I wasn't getting as heavy hitting as I would have liked because there were, you know, I'd take a lock on one person um, and wouldn't need it and then I'd veteran tail and there'd be blanks in there and things like that, whereas being able to pick and choose a lock and then that would allow me to either reinforce more often or take focuses so I'm not completely relying on force um yeah. I also think I had Cutthroat on there, and I actually think that's a mistake. I think I should have put Notorious on there. 
you're getting shot and dishing out strains and getting free yeah. rerolls. Yeah, exactly. But that's why we do these events and learn. So that's that's good. But yeah, Liam's a Liam's a very good player. Uh, came second in the event, um, and uh, yeah, no, it was it was good. It was it was. I think 2012 in the end. Um, and it, it ironically was quite a close 2012 in the sense that I I managed to kill Goran and Nash. Um, but then uh, that managed to get like two damage through on like I think at least two of the other interceptors. And it's at that point where you really realise where having not having half points makes a huge difference. Yeah. But yeah. So that was my that's my round one. Uh, so round two. So my round two, I think, is the one I think about the most when I think about this because. <laughs> so I was against Ian Wilson, and he had Rebel Salad. I guess I want to call it. Like he had a U wing and he had oh, A wings and a gauntlet and a gauntlet. Uh, this uh, is this is your cheating round, isn't it? Yeah, this is my cheating round. So this is where I was sure that in the rules, in, in salvage mission, when you if you had a box, you weren't allowed to um, execute a advanced maneuver, and if you did, you automatically dropped the box. I, and it turns out, no, that's not how that works. You just do a stress manoeuvre instead. Yes, unfortunately, the TO, namely me, only heard you uh, heard you saying about that right at the end of the game. Yeah, and so this is where I feel bad, because the only times it happened was when Ian had accidentally put in a stop on his U-Wing holding a thing, so he dropped the box. And then at the end of the game, I intentionally put red manoeuvres in, intending to drop the boxes, but gain advantage and get kills. Um... But And the reason I feel bad is because where I did the move with my gauntlet, which was a stop, if I'd had to do a stress manoeuvre, I'd have flown off the board. <laughs> See, now that I didn't know. See, that, 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 and this is why I feel bad, but it, uh, it was like, well, we've been playing it this way the entire game, so we finished the final round of it, and I won 19-18. Um, and I don't know how different the game is if the U-Wing has to do a two straight instead of doing a stop and dropping the box. I don't even know if it. I don't even know if it, it's like to, whose advantage it is. Yeah, because the Ewing doing a two straight wasn't great for Ian either, and so I do, I have mixed feelings. But essentially, what happened is I won nineteen eighteen. It was a ridiculously close game. Uh, I can't remember how many scenario points and how many kill points I got. But I think I killed Ezra. Um, and my gauntlet barely survived. I think. Yeah. It essentially was the, the, the clincher, but I lost low. I think I lost all the Vulture Droids, and it was just Grievous and the Gauntlet versus the world, pretty much. So. Uh, but I won. Sorry, Captain. Yeah, I won 1918, and it was an intensely close game. And the only thing, this is the only thing I think of is just read the scenario rules, because even if, like, we sort of mutually decided to just use the rules we've been playing like it doesn't feel good because i was the one who said oh no you drop it because i yeah. and i legitimately did think that was how it worked i'm guessing i was just thinking like a la marvel like if you do something well, you can't do you drop it i believe that in the first set of rules that they put up for the scenarios you did drop it 
Um, and then I believe they changed that. Yeah. Um, and they've they've made a couple of little changes over the last month or so. And the problem is that we don't get an announcement for it. Yeah. Hence why I was because I was toing. I was checking them the night before the event. Uh, hence why when I overheard you say that, I just went round and went. Ah, actually, you do a stress maneuver. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's I, why I provided cheat sheets with all of them on there. Yeah, well, I, 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 look, I, look, I looked at it and I just saw couldn't. Like, I, I, we sort of saw it and I was like, yeah, you drop it because you can't do it. I mean, it, yeah, it's, but... it's an honest mistake and you guys had played it the same way. So would it have changed the game? Maybe, but... I mean, I, to, to be honest, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I'm thinking back. It might have been to my advantage because if the if the Ewing has to do a uh, a white two straight, it doesn't have a shot that round. Yes, Ian gains a point, but I probably don't lose two vultures. Yeah. Um, and so I've I've no idea. Like my gauntlet lived uh, is the reason I won, and it it was like nineteen eighteen to me. He got quite a few more points on scenario on scenario and kills than I did because he was able to pick up stuff with a wings and just jet off. Okay, uh, um, but that that was my game. It was a really close game. It was like insane. Went to time. Uh, I wasn't expecting that uh, in two point five. I must admit, after all the games I've played. No, interesting. Actually, we'll just touch on that. My first game didn't. Uh, yeah, you however... went to three rounds, didn't you? Yeah. However, um, the remaining three of my games all went to time. So sorry. No, I tell a lie. Um, Two of them went to time, and one was very close to time. Uh, so it's it's not a you know we we were talking about it beforehand, and concerned that people would come down for the event and would be done in like three hours and and going home. But at least I think two, if not more, games. Um, every round went fully to time, and I don't think there were that many oh it's done in three rounds I mean certainly no no larger proportion than you get people who lose a a 2.0 game in in 40 minutes you yeah know, it, ha- it happens when you have a bad game but I certainly didn't notice more people wandering around than normal if that makes sense yeah I'm looking at it right now each round there was one game that didn't go to time. Out of, out of five, so yeah, that's a that's a good percentage. But yeah, uh, let's talk about my my except round for the two. first round where except for the first round where only one game went to time, all the others uh, ended quickly. And I think I was talking to Ian in round two uh, towards the end, and he was basically like, "It it seems like the the Swiss has like matched up the the players with equal equaler opponents." <laughs> because we went from like we went from like there were four relatively quick games in in round one to almost everything went to time in round two. Yeah. So yeah, my um my round two opponent was uh, Steve Burnett, uh, and he'd brought uh, some rebel salad. He had an arc and Thane and an A wing and and a Fang fighter, and uh, this was quite an interesting game because uh, round two was, bear with me a second, uh, Salvage Mission. So, you know, pick them up, carry them around, score points. Um, 
And I think uh, I grabbed two turn one. He grabbed two turn one. And none of us could quite get into the middle for quite a while um, to get that get that fifth one without sacrificing a ship, basically. Um, but it was, it was interesting because it was... There were a couple of times where I had a choice between nabbing the objective and taking an action that generally a focus um, because I knew I was getting shot. And uh, a fundamental difference between me and Steve was Steve would always grab the objective, whereas I tend to hold back and and take the defensive mod. Um and I'm not sure, depending on the ship, that that's the right play. Because I'm I'm so ingrained about not taking damage and not getting to half points, which don't matter. That, you know, like, Manaru could afford to lose a few shields and a couple of bits of hull. So long as he doesn't die, it wouldn't have been an issue. Yeah. And I think I could have racked up a, a few more points a little earlier. Um, and this this game was that close... That um, it en- it ended up, I think, twenty one seventeen in my favour. Yep. But, but that literally comes down to Cad surviving on one hull, um, in the last round. Um, otherwise, we would have drawn and rolled off. Uh, not rolled off. Sorry, would have drawn it. Um, yeah, that that one hull made all the difference. I. I was going in basically for a one-on-one against um, Ten Num, and uh, we're both the same initiative. I managed to kill Ten Num, uh, and yeah, just just survive one on CAD, uh, and that's what netted me the win. But if I'd if I'd nabbed those couple of extra points early on, the same situation would have meant even if I'd lost CAD, I would have had enough points in the bank to guarantee the win. Um, So yeah, uh, that's that's all there really is to say about that. It was a good game, um, nice and close. Uh, But not as close as my round three one, and I'm going to dive straight into this one. So I played Lewis on round three. And this is an interesting game, not so much because of the... The ships, um, as you said earlier, he'd brought Boba, um, Bosk in the N95, Ahav, and what was the fourth? It was, it was Cam, I'm pretty sure. It, it was a fan. No, it wasn't. It was Sarasu. Oh, Sarasu, yeah. yeah. Oh, Proton Sarasu, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, this game basically made me realise that maybe I really have been ignoring objectives a little more than I should have been. Because uh, we played Scramble the Transmissions. And this game finished 11-10 in Lewis's favour. And I think I killed Ahav. And that was it. And I think I lost... No, I don't think I lost the ship, actually. Um... But I was ignoring um, I was ignoring the objectives to really just try and kill something. Like I thought if I can get Serasu or I can or even if I can get Bosk, you know, that's that's 
enough points to net me the win, and I just couldn't punch the damage through between the defensive rerolls on Bobber, on Serisu, some nice dice on Lewis's part. I mean, I was throwing all right, but I ju- it just wasn't going through. And, you know, the meanwhile, he's just running around plinking up those those points from the objectives. And so, yeah, that game, it like, really, if you think, okay, maybe, maybe objectives aren't secondary. You know, may, maybe it's a... Uh, I don't think they're necessarily more important, but maybe it's a, a much more equal footing than I gave it credit for. Yeah, I was I was getting that feeling because I, I was at least from my perspective, I was realizing actually vultures, trade federation drones suck. As like in now, the ship now or... as in, as in like because I spend two points for a trade federation drone, everyone else spends two points for someone something generally better. Yeah, the, the difference is, is you... a trade fed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you can spend ten points for five of them. Yes, that that's true. I can get I can get plenty of them. But like in in a world where there are six tie interceptors on the board uh, coming on that small coming on that soon, like trade federation drones like just die. Um, but what they're really good at doing is just hanging back and plinking points <laughs> of objectives, or just being annoying. Um, land on a rock, claim an objective, and then maybe two turns later, just go off the rock and wander over to the enemy side of the board because chances are there's a scuffle happening with the rest of your list and two turn and two turns is all it takes for a vulture to cross the board. Yeah. Um but like on their own, vultures like they didn't it's not like they got worse, it's just that the things that now cost the same as them are around. Like Ahab is better than a vulture droid. Oh yeah. Definitely. The the um, I two Tie Fighter that you can spam is better than a vulture. Droid. So maybe you look at maybe not taking five of them. Maybe you take two. And I, you... I'm 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 thinking weirdly enough. I'm thinking four is a nice sweet spot. Um, because that just lets you spread out a little bit, and that gives you yeah. enough points to get some big heavy hitters. Like I went Previsla and General Grievous in this one, but I Previsla seven points. That could have been Sunfac and General Grievous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that is interesting. I mean, obviously, I've t- I took two twos and admittedly threw Ahav away in my yeah. first two games. But having Nadru just circling objectives or picking something up and staying yeah. out of the way where he can't get shot, netting me a point each turn. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong, vulture droids. You know, if you build around vulture droids, vulture droids are Captain Seer are still gonna murder stuff. Yeah. Um... But they have like they are competing against things that cost the same as them and are just kind of better now. But yeah, uh, so that was that was the, the the takeaway I had from from that from that. I I do need to give a bit more weight to um, objectives, which means having much more consideration about them during the list building stage as well. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, but what about your your round three, Sam? So I played against Liam, and we were but we were the two two and O's, and this game was likely what was going to decide who who was I say who was most likely to go on to win. Obviously, they didn't decide it because they were still round four, but it, it was interesting. So Liam's got his tie interceptor swarm, um, and it's terrifying. And we're playing scramble transmissions, and it started off very interesting because I sort of. I deployed General Grievous on the far left, Previsor on the far right, and my four Vulture Droids all jumping around in the middle. 
with the idea that one was going to move forward, land on a rock, and grab my closest objective. Previsla would move forward, grab my second closest objective, and the other three would jump into the middle of the board and grab the middle objective. Um, because the thing about Vulture Droids that does make them good in numbers is that one of them can do the objective, the objective um, action, and the other two can calculate, and everyone's modded. Yeah. Uh, and the game basically boiled down into that because pre so pre Vizsla's ability only works on people who are equal to or higher initiative than him. So only Goran was a nice target for Vizsla. Um essentially this game came down to two things uh general grievous di uh, uh, general grievous and a vulture droid dicing a tie interceptor off the board with no for no actual reason no it was just a vulture <laughs> droid a vulture droid diced a tie interceptor off the board with no reason because general grievous had overshot yeah, yeah that's what it was and I, I killed a tie interceptor with a, with a vulture droid and that was a tie interceptor that had just got past general grievous and was likely going to spend the next two turns looping around grabbing my back objectives but he died to a vulture droid so couldn't and then i rolled really well on flipping objectives because obviously in scramble the transmissions if the opponent already has a marker on it when you go up to it and do the scramble you, it's a 50 50 that you get it it's not a 50-50, it's a 75-25. 75, 75-25, 75, yeah. whatever. Like, if it's not a blank, you, you get it. Yeah. Uh, and I rolled really well on getting it, and Liam rolled less well on getting them. Uh, I think he, he, he made one roll, and he basically he just removed mine, and then I moved in and just took it. Because, obviously, with there's, with there's no token, it's free, essentially. Yes, yeah. Um, and also, it turns out... A gauntlet with reinforced two evades and the force is really hard to kill. Where are you getting your two evades from? They have two agility. Oh right, sorry. I literally thought you meant two evade tokens. I was like, <laughs> no, no, this is this is the biggest upgrade I don't know about. I was like, no, the gauntlet literally has two agility, Sean. <laughs> oh yeah. You, you said... Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, two agility, a reinforce. And Liam's dice not being the greatest meant my gauntlet lived for like two turns longer than it probably should have done. Yeah. It did eventually die, but I was able to clinch the win 20 to 19. Nice. Uh, just because the gauntlet doesn't give points until it dies, it took too long to die, so the tide to set. And like, once you start going into the gauntlet, or I should put that size, you kind of just need to finish it off. Because if he'd left it, the gauntlet just sort of flies over the tie interceptors and goes and takes objectives or just shoots out its back arc. Like, the back yeah. arc isn't great, but it still is dice. Yeah, yeah. And would you rather kill a relatively low-health gauntlet that's just flown over you, or, sn or kill a couple of vulture droids? Well, exactly. Um, and so that, and I, so I won 20-19. Uh, a bit of a weird joust. It was, it was the gauntlet versus the world and Grievous flanking. Grievous doing absolute monster work. Um, as Grievous sometimes does. As Grievous sometimes does. Uh, he also completely whiffs sometimes, but that's just the way <laughs> I was, Grievous does. I was going to say, that's what he does the rest of the time. Yeah. And, yeah. and like this is the game where I, I, my vulture droid that was just sitting on my back objective had scrambled it. Like, a turn or, like literally a turn later, which was like, huh, well, the fight's going on the right-hand side. If I just head off and go to his back line, I'll just go take that. And again, it, there was a point where I had four of the objectives... Uh, I got four points in the last turn, and Liam was unable to, like, was able to kill the gauntlet, but that only got him to nineteen, and I'd managed to get to twenty with the objective scenario. 
and that was that. That was my round three. I had one. I was 3-0 going into the final round. Uh, and who did I play but another Sam? Oh, yeah, he played Snappy, didn't he? I, I did play Snappy, and he was also running Imperials, and he had a gauntlet. Uh, and a bunch of TIE X1s. And how did this game go? I can't remember. It was just like mutual death because it was it was chance it was chance engagement, and yeah. I was looking at the tie X ones and thinking my Vulture droids don't like this. Uh, and the Vulture droids, some of the Vulture droids didn't like it, but again, Snappy went into the gauntlet, and the gauntlet lived that little bit longer than maybe it should have because I have I have the force and it has reinforce. Yeah, and there was lots of bumps, and General Grievous just smashed face basically because i was able to flank with general grievous and he was just slaughtering uh and i i won 18 to 14 uh because he again was able to uh kill the gauntlet and a couple of vulture droids i think he like halved he like halved one vulture droid and killed two others to get 14 and i was able to kill the gauntlet and a bunch of the x1s and yeah, well, like I guess what I learned right is that the gauntlet is like surprisingly tanky, and can just deal damage. Like it just gets to fire and do stuff. Yeah. Um. It was it was it was interesting facing like the gauntlet on gauntlet action. Like what is it? There were there were four gauntlets at the tournament, and all from different factions, which is quite nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I still think Maul is the best one. Uh, I think but... I'd have to agree. But uh, I do think Vizsla has a place. <laughs> As a happy little hammer. Sorry, I'm going to have to break the Republic one out. See, see how good they are. It's Bo-Katan again, isn't it? Yeah. So, talking of Republic, let's talk about my my round four. Uh, and I played Stuart Comfrey, who'd bought Republic. Uh, he'd bought Delta B Anakin, Eta Obi, uh, Click in the V-Wing, and a CLT Ahsoka. Uh, nice. And this this game was as far as my mall build. I I literally I launched him in turn two with a I'd gone two straight and I launched him with a red three hard. I popped contraband, launched him with a red three hard so I could still take a target lock, uh, and then proceeded to spend the next five turns stopping as I recharged Jabba and. Oh, did I? No, sorry. I think I three-hearted, but didn't pop contraband, um, and didn't take the lock that time, and then just pop contraband, and then recharge with Jabba for five stops in a row. Um, and because of, like, Obi smashed into the back of me, which means Obi's not auto-blastering me, because you can only prime me at range zero, and then continued to stay bumped into me for, like, I think three turns... Where I'm just slowly veteran tail gunnering him because I always had a ship in the front arc. So yeah. I'd done a stop and just didn't have to rotate, which means I'm keeping my two dice, which means Maul's just lasting far longer than he should. Um, Anakin went down to some slightly, slightly dodgy green dice, I'll freely admit, but. He was placed range one in front of Maul, so yeah, uh, it's going to take a bit of pain. Um, but no, definitely some. I think I think I took him out in like 
call it one and a half engagements. That's pretty good. Um, and and to be fair, at one point I think I was sixteen four in the lead, and um, Stuart, who is a very very good pilot, like really started clawing it back. Um, to the point where I started to get a little concerned. I think it went to like sixteen. 869 um you won 21.11 in the end yeah because i managed to it got back to that and then as soon as that had happened i managed to kill obi and click in i'm pretty sure uh a double from maul out the front and back right with veteran tail and then it, it most of my ships moved off and it was literally um ahsoka versus um manaru Right. And Manaru was just pl- basically plinking out the side with his two dice, but just turning in circles and constantly triggering Notorious to give a strain to Ahsoka. And yeah. It, yeah, it was just inevitable. Um, but yeah, that double shot really was a turning point. If that hadn't have happened, it could have swung the other way. But um, it was a, it was a good game. It was... Yeah, half points again, making a difference in chance engagement. Um, yeah, as I say, Maul did exactly what I wanted Maul to do in the other three games. Uh, That's good then. Which is good. Um, yeah, not really sure what to what to say about that one. It just the the list functioned well, so I don't think either of us particularly flew that poorly. A couple of misreadings of of where opponents were going but that will happen in in any game yeah um no no major major mistakes there i don't think um so yeah that was that and yeah so i finished 2-2 nice uh which is good still a 50 good um and yeah a good day a good day had by all so thank you for everyone who came down for curtain from that one and uh yeah, it was, it was a good, it was a good, I suppose, wake-up call for 2.5, because we very much based our assumptions on you and me playing quite a lot. Yeah. And now that we've broadened it a little bit, there are some bits that just, I suppose, hadn't cropped up in in our games, and it's good to see those so we can start thinking about them, and yeah. Maybe I need to dig my Republic stuff back out. Yeah, they're pretty good. I haven't touched it in ten months. I mean, I did kind of promise my wife I'd sell it to pay for the Separatists and Scum stuff, but... Well, that's what lies are for. I'm sure a bag of gummy turtles will sweeten the deal. (laughs) Is she so easily bought? Okay, I can't say yes in case she randomly happens to listen to this podcast. But okay, yes. that's basically yes. <laughs> like, don't don't kid yourself. You just it's basically fine. said yes. It's fine. She's giving me the evils because she's listening to me record it. So, <laughs> uh, right. Um, anything else you wanted to add on the event about the event about 
3.5. Honestly, not really. It was it was yeah. fun. I don't know yeah. what else to say. Like the but games were fun. The one thing I, like, I, I realize this sounds weird. I mean, I won every single game, so duh, they were fun. But like, I legit, I thought all the games I played were fun. Like, I played heavy objective style. Two of my opponents played heavy kill style, and our, our games were close. So it's not like one was better than the other. I do want to um, touch on one thing. Um, so obviously. Adepticon was going on this week. Uh, this weekend just gone as well, um, and I've noticed a lot of people saying that they're finding two point five boring to watch. It's a lot of point your ships at the enemy, move straight, and it's over in four rounds. But for the, certainly the majority of the the games in our event, that just wasn't the case. Yeah, like at no point did I just. All right, Maul stopped in front in a, in the load of a middle of people, but <laughs> so, yeah. I say, hang on a minute, didn't 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 Maul literally stop five times? <laughs> yeah, but let's be fair, Maul was specifically yeah. built to do that. The true. rest of That's the true. rest of my list wasn't just oh point at the enemy. It was you know I was still trying. Maybe I should have pointed at the enemy, but you know it was still trying to to get in to set up traps to art dodge, not get shot. And you know, even with hindsight, if maybe I need to play the play, uh, play the objectives a bit more, if you're doing that, then you're not necessarily just pointing at the enemy because you've got to think yeah. about where you're going for those. So it's, I get the feeling there are certain games that will go like that, but I've just not had it where it's certainly been an entire event's worth. Yeah. So. Just, a, just an interesting note on... I mean, that might just be... I've been very lucky so far and it's all to come, but just kind of my take on it. I, Well, I don't think the game is... All the scenarios are, are perfect, perfect yet. Certainly some of the points need addressing, but that will get there. It's, it's a good foundation. It's... Yeah. For me, personally, it's enough like X-Wing that I know... That it's still fun to play. Yeah, I can agree with that. Even if I did lose my favourite list, effectively, because I, I do think gunships aren't that good anymore. I don't know. I still that think was my favourite list. I still like, think well, no, one four. No, sorry, four gunships isn't a good list anymore. Yeah, no, maybe not. Which is the way I wanted to fly them, but that's that's here, neither here nor there. Well, on Sam's lamenting his gunships, uh, yeah. I think we'll we'll call it there for this week. Um, I will make you guys a solemn promise that we will be back to regular service next week. We'll get a game in, get that reviewed. Namely, because uh, I've decided I'm going to go to the Curtain Store Championship in the middle of May. So I've got like five weeks to actually get some practice in. So Noise. Yeah. So yeah, on that note, I'll just say goodbye. Yeah, ta-ta from me. Oh hi, oh hi, oh hi, it's time to say goodbye. If Disney sues will claim fair use, oh hi, oh hi, oh hi, oh hi.